Good evening, good evening. This is your girl Sandra Robinson chiming in from the great state of Texas. How is everybody doing today? I hope you're doing well. I am doing great. I am blessed and highly favored. Just wanted to hop on for a few minutes to uh, encourage the people of God out there. And even if you're not a child of God, I come to encourage you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Today, I want to talk to you about uh, the importance of staying focused, especially in the season that we're in. There's a shift going on, hallelujah, in the atmosphere. And you don't want to miss anything that God is doing in this season. In order to be a part of what is going on, hallelujah, in order to be a part of the shift that's taking place, you're going to have to stay focused, people of God. Holy Spirit, take over. Hallelujah. Father, we come in the name of Jesus Christ today. We praise you and we lift you up, Father. Hallelujah. Because you are the one who created us. You are the one who fights for us, Father. Before we even dive into your word today, Father, I just wanted to honor you, lift you up, praise your name. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your kindness. Daily, you load us with benefits, Father. We just want to let you know that we appreciate you. Thank you for everything you've already done. Thank you for what you're doing and thank you for what you're getting ready to do. Father, as I open my mouth to speak, I pray in the name of Jesus that you, hallelujah, will take over. Have your way, Holy Spirit. Welcome into this virtual environment. Say what you want to say and do what you want to do. I'm just a vessel being used by you. I am nothing without you. Hallelujah. I'm just a willing vessel. So I invite you in and I pray that Whatever comes out of my mouth, be your words. When I open my mouth to talk about your word, Father, fill my mouth. Let your words come forth out of my mouth, Father, and take root in the hearts of the listeners, Father God. Spring up and bear much fruit in their lives. All these things I pray and ask in Jesus' name. I declare and decree it is so. So, let's get into it. Again, what I want to talk to you about is staying focused. In this season, people of God, it is important that you stay focused in this season. Set your face like a flint, as it is written in Isaiah 57. Therefore, have I set my face like a flint, determined to do his will. That's how it reads in the New Living Translation. Now, what does that mean? Setting your face like a flint. That's a figure of speech, which its meaning is it's an unwavering determination to persevere. Isaiah was prophesying back then in Isaiah 57. He was prophesying about how Jesus, even Jesus, would endure humiliation on the journey to the cross. You see, Jesus was focused. He didn't allow the humiliation, persecution, opposition to distract him. He was on a mission. He was on an assignment. That was to do his father's will. He knew what the assignment was when he came. He came, he stayed focused, and he completed the assignment. He did not allow uh, himself to be distracted. You know, you have to do whatever it takes in this season to stay focused. Sometimes that means, you know, we have to steal away. You know, get into the secret place. Stay in prayer and stay in the word. Those are the things that we should be doing anyway. Stay in the word. Stay in prayer. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Don't let nothing or anyone cause you to be distracted. 
We have to be steadfast and unmovable. Hallelujah. Anchored in the word of the Lord in this season. Because the enemy has many ways to, to try to distract us. So we have to be mindful of those things. The enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. So we have to be mindful of his tactics. Whatever it takes to keep your focus on Jesus. If you have to remove yourself from certain situations, certain environments, certain people, do that. Do what it takes to be steadfast. Do what it takes to be unmovable. Set your faith like a flint. You know, for some of us, we have to, that means that we have to start setting boundaries. We, you know, some of us are involved in toxic uh, situations. We're on top, uh, in toxic jobs, top, toxic environments. We have people in our family that, you know, may uh, cause uh, relationships to be toxic. You know, if you're involved in a relationship, I don't care who it is. It could be your children. It could be your siblings. It could be cousins. And every time you're around them, you're bumping heads and you're clashing with them. Love them, yes. Bless them, yes. Pray for them, yes. But set healthy boundaries. Protect your peace. Guard your heart, the word says. We have to guard our hearts, people of God. There's a reason why God tells us to guard our hearts in Proverbs 4.23. Why would he tell us to guard our hearts? There are three reasons that I can think of that God would tell us to guard our hearts. Number one, because your heart is valuable, people of God. It is the essence of who you are. Your heart is very valuable. Otherwise, it wouldn't be written in the word. He would not be telling us to guard our hearts. You know, out of our hearts flows the issues of life. And I'm going to get to that further. You'll understand it as I go through my three reasons. Number two, it is the source of everything that you do. It overflows into your thoughts, your words, and actions. It's your, if, if your heart becomes full of poison or toxins, it becomes unhealthy. I'm going to say that again. If your heart becomes full of poisons or toxins, it becomes unhealthy. And it will affect your family, your friends, your job, your ministry, everything. That's the second reason. That's another reason why I believe that God tells us to guard our hearts. Number three, he tells us to guard our hearts, I believe, because our hearts is under constant attack. You know, especially people in ministry, pastors, apostles, preachers, teachers, fivefold, everybody that's doing the work of the Lord, Christians, believers, all of us, our heart is on the constant attack. The enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy, and he will try anything in, in any, uh, he'll come from uh, any area, physically to destroy our heart, spiritually to destroy our hearts. You know, sometimes he try to uh, loose and lunch fiery darts at our hearts in the spiritual realm. You know, somebody close to us can betray us and break our hearts. Someone can use sharp words against us. Someone close to us who knows us and they know where our, what our weaknesses are. They know how to get to us. They know how to push those buttons to try to attack our hearts. And, you know, sometimes we do things, you know, to uh, cause damage to our hearts by not eating right. By, uh, you know, not taking our blood pressure medicine, by eating high fats foods, foods, I mean, foods that are uh, high in sugar, 
all of those things. The enemy can come at us in many different directions to try to launch an attack on our hearts. So in this season, guard your heart. Set your face like a flint. Do not be moved by the things that's going on around you. And I know that there are a lot of things going on in this world around us. But people of God, we have to stay focused on God. The number one way to do that is to stay prayerful and to stay in the word. The word is truth. The word is life. The word is sharper than any two-edged sword. That word, hallelujah, will change your life. You cannot read the word and study it and not change. There's just no way. Because the word, hallelujah, Jesus is the word. If, you're gonna, if you study that word and apply it to your life, you we're going to see change. We're going to see a change in you. You cannot study the word and uh, stay prayerful and uh, th- come up out of that and uh, at the you know in the same in the same day, same hour, and mistreat somebody and and uh, use your mouth, your tongue to cut somebody. If you're doing that, something is wrong. We need to go back and put ourselves on the altar. I put myself, I'm no different. I'm not out here just saying this stuff. I practice this stuff. This is what I do. I put myself on the altar every day. You know, I want the Lord to search me and know my heart. Hallelujah. Search me, Lord. If you find anything in me that's not like you, take it out of me. Also reveal it to me so that I can renounce it, come out of agreement with it and repent. You know, we got to be serious about this thing. We have to be serious about this life. We call ourselves Christians, but we're so nasty, you know, towards one another, battling against each other. God is tired of it. He's not pleased with it, you know, and don't be involved with any foolish talk. The Bible also tells us that don't let any foolish talk come out of your mouth. Don't argue with anybody. Follow peace with all men. When you see that people want to argue, people will come up and try to argue with, especially if they find out that you love the Lord and you know you're out here trying to minister to people and stuff, they're going to try you. So, and they're going to want to argue with you. When you know that you know that you know the word, don't argue with them. Why do you have to argue with the truth? You don't have to argue with the truth. You do not have to argue about the truth. The truth is going to stand. God's word is going to stand. Heaven and earth will pass away, but God's word is going to remain forever. You don't have to argue about the word, okay? Don't let anybody pull you into that kind of stuff. Walk away. We got to learn people to let people go. You know, we, we want to hold on sometimes to people, to relationships, you know, uh, that we know are not good for us. Those people in those relationships can sometimes be very detrimental to us. And sometimes, you know, we, God will remove those people out of our lives. If we don't have sense enough to do it, God will move them. And that really is a blessing in disguise that he'll move them because you will, you'll self-sabotage if you don't. If he, did, if he did not move those people, you would self-sabotage. So trust God. He knows what he's doing. Get into the secret place. Sometimes you have to get alone in this season. Alone. Be quiet sometimes. Sometimes we talk too much anyway. We're on the phone talking too much. 
Sometimes even in prayer, we're talking too much when we should be listening. These are things that I'm saying to you that I have learned, you know, in my uh, during my journey, during my years of life. Even I sometimes, you know, when I first I'm, I'm getting more and more, I'm trying to discipline my discipline myself more and more to listen more when I'm in God's presence. A lot of times we want to do all the talking, but sometimes we, we need to uh, listen to what he has to say. You know, when we have a conversation with someone, it should not be one sided. The conversation should be, you know, uh, it should be a two way conversation. You talk, I talk. You know, when I'm talking, you listen, and when and vice versa. It should be the same when we go before the Lord. We should listen, listen to what's on His heart, listen to what's on His mind. Sometimes we miss valuable information, we miss instructions, we miss uh, strategies. You know, sometimes God has a strategy to teach you and to show you how to defeat your enemy. But we're talking too much. We're not listening. We want to get down there, pray, say we have to say, get up, get dressed and out the door. And we haven't listened, listened to a word that God says. And some of us, we're always around noise. Always around noise. Never do we steal away in the quietness of the morning, in the quietness of the night and listen to what the Lord has to say. You know, we have to train our ears to listen to God. If we don't know how to listen, ask God, ask the Holy Ghost. He will teach us. He's our teacher. He will teach us how to listen. Get into the practice of listening for God. And, you know, there, he communicates with us in more than one way. A lot of times God will communicate with me through dreams. You know, and other people, you know, are seers. They'll have visions. Some people... Uh, a lot of us, God will communicate with us through uh, our pastors, through the word. He'll communicate with you through the word. Sometimes he'll put a certain scripture on your heart, on your mind. Or sometimes when you're reading through his word, if you've noticed, sometimes the, the words will almost uh, jump up off the page at you. Or they'll, they'll bless you so much that word just strikes a chord. That's what it feels like. That's the Lord trying to communicate with you. So I'm not going to talk to you very long. I just wanted to hop on today and uh, encourage you to not be moved in this, this season. Don't be distracted. There's a lot going on around us. We've gone through a lot. Sometimes God is processing you. L allow him to do what he does best. He knows us. He knows what it's going to take to get us to where we need to be on our journey with him. Trust God. You know, a lot of things we don't understand. Lean not on your understand your own understanding. Trust God with all of your heart and lean not on your own understanding. All thy ways acknowledge him. He will direct your path. He will. God loves you. God loves me. If you're out there and you're listening to me and you don't know Jesus and you want to know Jesus, I'm going to uh, invite you uh, to pray with me. It's written in uh, Romans 10, 9. Romans 10, 9 is all about salvation. And it lets us know that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and you believe in your heart that he rose up out of that grave on the third day his, and he's the son of God. Hallelujah. Jesus is the son of God. He died on that cross and he rose again on that third day. Then you shall be saved. So if you'll repeat after me, Father God, 
I believe in my heart that Jesus is Lord. And I believe that he died on that cross for my sins. And he and you rose him up out of that grave, Father God, on that third day. He rose. He rose up out of that grave on that third day. Jesus is your son. And I ask Jesus that you will forgive me for all of my sins and come into my life and be Lord over my life. I give my life to you. I surrender my all to you. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. If you said that prayer, you are saved and I welcome you into the kingdom. Hallelujah. You are a kingdom citizen now and you are heaven bound. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So, people of God, with that being said, I'm going to get off of this podcast for now, but I'll be back. I'm in ministry school presently, so sometimes I am studying and I don't get a chance to get back on here like I like to do, but uh, I'm out for the summer. So, you will be hearing from, from me more often, and once I graduate, I'll be done with ministry school in December. Once I graduate, I'm going to uh, look into doing a weekly Bible study online. And I will give you updates on uh, which social media platform I'm going to be on, which one I'm going to be streaming from. But I'll always come back to my podcast, which is the Hydration Station. So you'll be able to hear me from there. And I'll also be probably on YouTube and Facebook. So stay tuned because I've always always will have a word for you from the Lord. I love you and God loves you too. See you next time.